I'm Wayne Nelson, and this is Talk to the Experts. The first snow of the season has fallen. Temperatures have cooled. And if you're watching the calendar, we're now less than two months away from Christmas. Many of us are probably looking forward to the holiday season and all that it brings. But something else that will also be soon upon us that we probably won't be looking forward to is the fall fiscal budget and its introduction of a wealth tax for high net worth Canadians. However, now is not the time to panic. It's the time to plan. And Paul Lindsay from Macmillan Estate Planning is here to share some strategies that could protect your wealth from announcements like this one. Thanks for joining us today, Paul. Pleasure, Wayne. Nice to be here. Now, before we get started, I want to let our listeners know that the Macmillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars, Wednesday, November 9th at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, November 23rd at 6.30 p.m. to go over some recommended estate planning tools, these key federal initiatives and how you can plan for them. To register, you'll need to call Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 or go online at macmillanestate.com. Paul, we've heard a lot of buzz this year, and we've talked about it on some earlier shows, about the introduction of the wealth tax. And it was slightly touched upon in the spring budget earlier this year. So how likely is it that now is the time it's going to be formally announced? Yeah, that's an excellent point, Wayne. I think it's it's certainly fair to say that there won't be a, a huge amount of surprise if we see something like that announced shortly. Um, the, the government has been, I suppose you'd call it, dancing around this idea of a wealth tax for, for a number of years. And actually, earlier, earlier this year, in fact, they, they fired, I suppose, what we might see as a, a bit of a warning shot when they introduced a new uh, minimum tax for high-income Canadians. And even though, I have to say, these were, were heavily redacted, the Canadian Taxpayers' Federation managed to obtain some documents confirming that the Prime Minister had actually asked for some some detailed analysis concerning a $60 million wealth tax. Now, when we look at this this tax or this potential tax, the point is is that, believe it or not, polls would suggest that 75% of Canadians would actually support a wealth tax. And I suppose with that in mind, we've got to look at the, the optics a little bit in terms of you know, how hard the government would have to work or the likelihood of any pushback they might receive by introducing a tax like this. But it goes without saying, like any tax change that might be mooted or brought to bear, there, there could well be some, some, well, there will be some negative consequences, even if it is for a fairly small sector of society. But there's always going to be debate around these things. But the reality is, whilst the wealth tax would only affect the very wealthy in our society, and of course it would generate significant tax revenue for the country, it should not be lost on us, of course, that the wealthy typically are those that own large businesses in this, and indeed it's the same in any other country. And in turn, they are, just as a a matter of course then, significant employers, both at a local and a national level. Now, if these people are facing an additional tax, well, what does this mean for their ongoing operation? I mean, does it mean that they actually say, do you know what? My business has been really successful and here I am in Canada, but now I've got to deal with this wealth tax. So what might I do in that situation? 
well, you know, maybe I will move my business, I will move my personal wealth, and I'll take it outside of the country. And, you know, we have to consider that that will inevitably have an impact on, on local economies and, of, and of course, the labor market. Well, well, sure. I mean, we saw this back in uh, in the 80s when Pierre Trudeau uh, brought in the various uh, energy initiatives, and we saw oil rigs uh, just pack up and move south, and it took a long time for them to come back. Exactly, Wayne. Yeah, great, great example. I mean, um, you know, these these people don't have to work too hard to maybe just sort of change where the operation is based just from a, you know, from a taxation point of view. Uh, even if they still have, have operations in Canada, it's all about, you know, where the, where the business is based in terms of its financial hub, isn't sure. it? Sure. Now, what form do you think that this wealth tax will take, Paul? Oh, uh, that's, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, the, the way that it's been presented so far is that this, the, the wealth tax would, I mean, I, the clue is in the title, I suppose. It's, it's, it's looking at affluent families and the idea that every year they would pay this tax and it would be based on, on a percentage of their, their net worth. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the figures that are being uh, proposed would look like something along the lines of, okay, if you have a net worth of 20 million or more, you pay 1% a year. But if you are worth, say, 50 million or more, wouldn't that be nice? Of course, then we're looking at a 2% charge. So it could be a sliding scale depending on your net worth. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. Exactly. And I mean, I suppose one of the ways that this could be introduced as part of almost a package deal of, uh, of tax changes targeted at the, you know, the, the wealthy um, could even include things like an increase in the, the capital gains inclusion rate. Now, one of the points that I, I made when we were, we were talking through your previous question, Wayne, was, you know, how are these things positioned from a, from a political standpoint? Now, arguably, a rise in the capital gains tax inclusion rate would be quite an easy target, given that obviously a low inclusion rate only really benefits the wealthiest in society. Um, in conjunction, we, we could also, I suppose, see some increases to the top marginal personal tax rate and potentially the implementation of, of um, uh, they, they call it a minimum global tax on foreign affiliate income. Now, all of these things, as you can imagine, tend to, as I say, really focus on the, 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 the most affluent in society. But don't forget, we've already seen the luxury tax introduced recently, which, of course, was a, a tax that is, is payable by anybody that, you know, buys a, a vehicle or a boat or something like that over a, over a certain value. Sure, like the, um, the Lamborghini and yacht crowd. Well, correct, correct, Wayne. I mean, I, I can say with some authority I haven't had to pay a luxury tax <laughs> this year. But, well, know. we're probably amongst that 75%, Paul, that, uh, that the polls suggest that would support this sort of tax. That's, a, that's, that's interesting, Wayne. You're asking me to give a dangerous opinion. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, you know, the, this, this tax, as I mentioned, just by virtue of, you know, it's called a wealth tax, yeah. it really is focused on, on the, the uber wealthy, I would say. Now, when do you think that these changes may come into effect? We've been, we've been hearing about this. We, you know, we have the, uh, the hints about it in the spring uh, budget. Uh, we're talking about the, the federal tax update this fall. Uh, 
any hint of, of when this may be implemented? Yeah, I... I'm not sure I would, I would necessarily want to give any, any cast-iron guarantee in terms of a, a specific date. But, you know, all we can say is, is at this point, it is very much on the, on the government's radar. Um, and the, the implementation of something like this is, 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 of course, going to be dependent on political factors as much as anything. It's, uh, it's, it's more a case that if we start seeing things that you know, are either an outright wealth tax or indeed something that is loosely disguised as something that could be considered such, we shouldn't be too surprised. So even if they don't come out and say, right, this is the wealth tax, maybe just things like the introduction of those increased uh, capital gains tax inclusion rates, personal income tax rates, that sort of thing, I suppose they could almost... Uh, slip under the radar a little bit. But, you know, as you, as you mentioned, Wayne, don't forget, we do have the, the, a budget coming up in the not-too-distant future. But either way, I, I know this, this may seem a little bit doom and gloom, but there are always, of course, ways to, to protect your, your, yourself personally, your business, and your estate from these kind of changes. All right. Well, we'll talk about that in the segments coming up, Paul, but we're going to pause for a break right now. Before we do, just a reminder, the Macmillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars, Wednesday, November 9th at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, November 23rd at 6.30 p.m. to go over some recommended estate planning tools, these key federal initiatives, and how you can plan for them. You'll need to register ahead of time, though, so contact McMillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or you can visit their website for more information at macmillanestate.com. Paul Lindsay is my guest today, and we'll be back with more on Talk to the Experts.